It's time for high school basketball. This state tournament basketball broadcast on News Channel Nebraska Radio is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Nutrient Ag Solutions, for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Now let's go live courtside in Lincoln for state tournament basketball action. And good afternoon, everyone, from Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln. It is time for the 2023 C2 State Basketball Championship game between the Amherst Broncos and the Falcons of Freeman High School. Doug Duda along with Will Reynolds from the Hastings Trib. We've had a chance to watch the Broncos run throughout the season and here into the state tournament. And now we get a chance to see them play for their first state championship. This is the third time that Amherst has played for a state championship, but they were the runner-up in 1960 and in 1987. For Freeman, this is the fourth time that they have played for the championship. They were the overall state champions in D1 back in 2010. The previous year, they were the C2 runner-up, and they were the C2 runner-up as well in 2015. In fact, the first year that they made it here in 1999, they came in undefeated and beat Ravenna in the first round and then uh, lost to Donovan in the second round with Rick Rath and the boys uh, going on to that championship game. So a little bit of familiarity over the last 20-plus years with Freeman that they have played a few teams uh, from our area in the state high school basketball tournament. But here they go for a title against an Amherst team that has been uh, dreaming of this like many schools will have all year long. But they didn't just have a something on the grease board at the beginning of the year. Uh, they had team talent on the grease board three years ago and uh, a promise that they made to their uh, fallen teammate who passed away after his freshman season is one that they're hoping to fulfill today. They fulfilled one of them. They got here. Now they're trying to win the championship. Yeah, and you've got a group of four seniors. You know, all of them play. And so they're trying to get that done for them uh, here today uh, for the Broncos. And so... Um, you know, it, it should be a fun matchup. I think, you know, Freeman is probably the class favorite. They have been, you know, the latter half of this season. The only team to take them down is Tri-County. Um, so we'll, we'll see what can, uh, Amherst can do today. But uh, Broncos, like you said, they got here, and they've kind of had to play a, a style, not their style of basketball, to get here. Um, we'll see what Amherst is able to produce today against Freeman and see what they bring out of each other. Freeman will also have three senior starters in the ball game today. But, again, remember, last year Freeman came in as the number one seed and Amherst the number eight seed, and the Broncos beat them in the opening round, 53-43, to and then got beat by Central Catholic in the uh, semifinal round and took fourth overall after Norfolk Catholic beat them in the consolation game. So in the back of your mind, you got to figure these teams are almost identical. I don't think either one of them uh, got necessarily worse. Uh, they only got better, and we'll see how much better and if the ball will go in the bucket today for these two ball clubs. And get off to a quick start here. Uh, with all the success, it's still the first time that any of these young men have played here at Pinnacle Bank Arena for a state championship. Yeah, I was going to say they, they have some experience, but maybe not in this building, right? If they played the Devaney Center... Uh, Amherst was there the last two days, so was Freeman. And so you have uh, a new environment a little bit. Um, still a big arena. Going to be a lot more fans, I think, to pile in here today. And uh, <clears throat> we'll see what kind of uh, basketball is produced. You know, sometimes that brings the best out of you. But like you said, I think it's a good start for either team 
is important. We saw Amherst get out to a, what a 13 nothing lead yesterday and kind of sat back on that. Uh, was able to kind of put um, put Tri County uh, in, in clamps, but um, you know, and Freeman I think has had maybe a little bit of uh, less pressure on them uh, through the first two rounds uh, through this thing. Uh, Tip-off will be closer to about 420, maybe even 425. They still have 10 minutes in the clock. Then they'll go through all the TV production and introduction, and we'll have another national anthem. So maybe closer to 425 for our tip. We will hear from the head basketball coach, Eric Rippin, his thoughts personally. This is a young coaching staff here. Uh, and, and we can make fun of Les Adelung, but he is, we'll talk about that in the interview, you know, uh, brings a little stability to what is a very young coaching staff with Eric Rippon and uh, Coach Heiser and Coach Lowther over there. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And uh, Jim McLaughlin and the boys have been there for a, a good amount of time at the Freeman and have been very, very successful over especially the last 13, 14, 15 years. So you take a look at what has happened here already today. We will do that and uh, keep the pregame going here from uh, Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show as three championship games and three consolations are in the book. We'll talk about those when we return. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Now let's take a look at what has happened already here at the State Basketball Tournament on this second Saturday of March 2023. We started this morning with a pretty good D1 basketball game where Johnson Brock was able to hold off North Platte St. Pat's by a score of 46-40 to and bring home the title. They were up by 10 in the fourth quarter, and St. Paul- Pat's was able to nail three straight three-pointers and cut it to two, but they could never tie the basketball game. And Johnson Brock will finish as the champion over last year's champion, North Platte St. Pat's. In the consolation game, Dundee County Stratton won the Battle of the West over Maywood Hay Center, 67-59. The C1 game, a 10-point lead at the half for Ashland Greenwood, and then they shut down Auburn, holding Auburn to 24 points. 54-24 to was the final score. That is the fewest points scored in a championship game, regardless of class, since the breakup into this class system back in 1984, and Auburn making their fifth consecutive state championship appearance, and Ashland Greenwood beating Auburn in back-to-back years. Didn't have to go down to the wire like it did last year, and Ashland Greenwood gets the win. Ogallala recovered from the 20 points that they scored yesterday to outscore Concordia 72-63. And then the Class B game, another good one. It was a three-point game with less than a minute to go. Scutt got a steal at half court and a layup to go up five with 30 seconds, and Platteview couldn't score. A couple more free throws. Scutt Able to beat Platteview, 57-50. Connor Milliken had another good game with 20 points, but only four in the second half. And I'm sure something that's being talked about on social media, fouling Connor Milliken out of the game. And it wasn't that he just uh, got five fouls. It's that he probably only committed two and was called for five in the ball game. The 
loudest chorus of boos I've heard in here in a long, long time rained down when that happened. And so that kind of tells you where where things were in that ball game. And Scott won at 57-50. to 50. Of course, Class B has no consolation game. The C2 consolation game went to Hardington Cedar Catholic. They beat Tri-County 57-48. to 48. The Class A final will be next here between 1-2, and two, Bellevue West and Miller North. Bellevue West tries to complete a perfect season in Class A, which is usually a very rare occurrence. And then we'll finish up tonight in D2 with Why Not taking on Parkview Christian. Last night, Why Not held off SEM 53-50, and Parkview Christian pulled away for a big 86-57 win over Shelton in the second half last night. That was a seven-point game. It actually was a five-point game at one point there in quarter number three. And right now, Shelton and SEM are coming down to the wire. Shelton had had a comfortable lead most of the game, but in the fourth quarter, Shelton leads SEM by a score of 58-56. We'll take a look at the starting lineups as we're getting ready for Amherst and Freeman in the C2 State Championship game. Keep it here on The Vibe 98.9. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout Central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Experience the landmark difference with the next level of dealer support. Landmark, your local John Deere dealer, continually works to have parts on hand the first time you walk in the door. Our internal route system means we can get the parts to you, typically same or next day, to keep you up and running. At Landmark, we understand time is money. Get more uptime with our after-hours parts and service support on the phone or in the field. Our sales, Precision Ag, parts and service teams are ready to serve you this planning season. Stop by your local Landmark today to experience the Landmark difference. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show with Amherst head coach Eric Rippon, ahead of the state championship game here today with Freeman. And Coach, how are you feeling? Uh, I mean, excited. You know, excited to, for this opportunity, you know, for the boys, though. You know, I just, they've worked hard, you know, and everything that they've been through these last three years um, as a group. I'm just, just excited. I can't, I, you know, I can't take the smile off my face of just, just getting ready to watch these guys go, you know, one last time. You know, this, this group will always hold a special place um, in my life. And so, um, you just, just excited for the moment for them. What's kind of the feeling, the vibe in the locker room or this morning uh, as you were around the guys? I think it's been good, you know. Um, I think getting to getting to play Freeman, a team that we've played before, and the guys have kind of got to know, you know, them a little bit. You know, I think it takes away a little bit of the nerves, you know, and different things. So I think it's been pretty high, and everything's been um, good. So uh, I've had a fun little morning with the boys and just, again, trying to enjoy this experience. So when you went through prep last night, what did you see? Um, you know, again, a much improved Freeman team from last year. Uh, a couple different guys that uh, role players that stepped up into uh, new roles and um, are more confident. And then um, you know Carter Roos is, you know, he was already a great player last year, and he's you know an even better player this year. That um, you know that we're going to have to have to do a good job defensively on, and then we're just going to have to score the ball. If they're better, then your team also has to be better. What would you say about the way that your team has progressed throughout the year? 
Uh, again, just more confident. You know, we have a, a healthy Tage, you know, compared to last year. Scout's got another year under his belt. Nolan's playing at a, you know, phenomenal level right now. And, um, you know, and I think he's he's really taken his game to a next step and kind of been that, you know, leading scorer quite a bit or second scorer that, you know, go-to guy and different things. Um and then Carter and, you know, Austin and Riley and Keegan just know to come in and just do their do their job and what it takes to, um, you know, for our team to move on. And um, there's no doubt in my mind that we're going to have bodies flying all over the court today and uh, do everything we can to get it done. Eric Rippens with us for another minute here. We talk about the kids all the time. You're a young coach. You've got two young assistant coaches. You've got Les out there kind of as the mentor and a dad, obviously. What's your... Uh, kind of coaching staff what have you learned from each other uh you know i mean very fortunate to have uh, coach Heger with us um his family you know his dad and his grandpa have a lot of coat you know years of of coaching under their belt and so um he's reached out to them to kind of help us with these moments and different things and um uh but otherwise we just kind of go with it you know we've all played in big games we've been around the moments and different things so we just try to use that experience and um knowledge and put it forth to those guys and um you know less less has never been to one of these um but he's kind of been the guy that just you know he's been the father figure to you know not just us but the boys as well and um something that we'll never forget are you planning a special message to the kids before you send them out because it's the state tournament or are you going to try and treat this like it's the holiday tournament back home uh you know not not a lot different you know again it's just I think there was a little bit of pressure to get to this part. Um, and now it's, you know, all that pressure's off. It's just no matter what, this is the end. You know, we've come as far as we can go. Um, you know, we're either going to cut some nets down or, or we're going to take second places, and that's the way it is. Um, you know, it's uh, it's kind of a nervous feeling because obviously, you know, we, we want to get it done. But, um, you know, the message will just be to go get it done for Talon. You know, it's kind of been the message for the last three years, and we've had a little bit of talks this morning about it and different things, but, um, you know, just go get it done for Talon and as a group and um, whatnot and leave it all out there. Just have no regrets. All right, Coach, have fun. Can't wait for the ball game to tip off here. Yeah, thanks, Doug. We really appreciate it. That's Eric Rippin, head coach of the Amherst Broncos. We'll be back with more on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. For the Freeman Falcons, number two is a 6'3 inch senior, Talon Vitrovsky, 11 points and 6 rebounds. Number 10, 5'9 sophomore, Hudson Vitrovsky. 
two and a half points, two rebounds a game. Number 14, 6'2", junior Hayden Jennings, six points, two rebounds a game. Number 22, 6'4", senior Carter Niles, 12 points, three rebounds a game. And the man that coach talked about, number 32, 6'2", senior Carter Ruse, 18 points, seven rebounds a game. The head coach of the 28-1 Freeman Falcons is Jim McLaughlin, assisted by Lucas Laughlin, Bob Bargan, and Ryan Busboom. They made it here last year and lost to Amherst in the opening round. Their only loss this year came to Tri-County. They were 2-1 and one against the Trojans. We'll come back and take a look at the starting lineup for the Amherst Broncos right after this. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. And back here on the Hogemeyer Habits pregame show, I'll look now at the starting lineup for the Broncos of Amherst. Number one is a five foot, 10 inch junior, Austin Adelung. 10 points, one rebound. Number three, six foot senior, Nolan Elo. 14 points, two and a half rebounds a game. Number 11, 6'3", junior, Carter Riesland. Six and a half points, six rebounds. Number 21, six foot, two inch senior, Scout Simmons. He averages nine and a half points and five rebounds a game. And leading the way again for the Amherst Broncos is number 23, the six foot three inch junior Tage Hadwiger. 15 points, seven and a half rebounds. He had 19 of his team's 36 points yesterday. The head coach of the Amherst Broncos is Eric Rippon, assisted by Les Adelung, Jalen Heiser, and Nate Lother. They are 26 and 1 on the season out of the Fort Kearney Conference, their 11th trip to state. They made it into the consolation game and took fourth last year. This is the third ever appearance in a state championship game, last coming in 1987 when it was a D2 state championship game as the program and community continues to grow. Of course, Amherst beat Grand Island Central Catholic and Donovan Trumbull, two top teams in the sub-districts, Hershey in the district finals here at the state tournament, Norfolk Catholic, and of course yesterday, Tri-County for Freeman. They were able to defeat Johnson County and Tri-County in the sub-districts, Oakland Craig in the district final. Then yesterday, or first round, they were able to defeat Gordon Rushville, shutting them down here in the state tournament by a score of 52-20 to and then 63-45 yesterday over Cedar Catholic. 
So we're looking for some really good basketball, and you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We'll tip it off for the 2023 state championship next. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... Hastings was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And the consolation games have just wrapped up at Lincoln Southeast. SEM down by eight in the fourth quarter. Able to rally for a 62-60 win over Shelton. That was 58-52 at one point. And so a 10-2 run to end the game by SEM for the D2 Consolation Contest. Well, well, we're ready to go. I think we've got a heck of a matchup here if they play their best. That's all you can say. If both teams play their best, this should come right down to the wire, and I like Amherst's chances. That's all you can hope for you know, in a championship ball game. You, you hope you don't see a blowout, and I don't think this one will be even close to that. Um, you know, these two ball clubs, I think, mirror each other in some ways. And uh, if you're Amherst, you're going to have to guard Carter Roos down there, big 6-2 man. And uh, I think that Amherst has the pieces, has the depth to, uh, to get that done. The traveling gray with red trim for Amherst. The home white with blue trim for Freeman. Amherst from right to left. The Falcons from left to right. As you listen along your radio dial here on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. We're glad to have you along with us for the fourth championship out of six here in 2023. Waiting for TV to get ready to go. And here we are. Tage Hadwiger will jump it up against Kalen Matroski. And this championship game is underway, and a double tap going to be taken by the home team, which today is Freeman. Out of the man-to-man defense for Amherst as they play a majority of the time. Vitrovsky brothers out there will get it to Niles. Niles had a nice game, but the Vitrovsky boys had a good game yesterday. Driving in, scoop shot, no good. Offensive rebound, had it for a moment, but pulled away by Scout Simmons. And it will be Amherst with their first take. Hadwiger all the way to the rack, but he hit the bottom of the rim on the way up. He went too far. Rebound brought down by Taylor Vitrovsky. Into the front court, he'll skip it up top to uh, Hayden Jennings, who took the first shot of the game. Off the screen, Carter Ruse didn't take the three. Instead, they'll go to Hudson Vitrovsky. His pass to nobody in particular, but there was nobody there either for Amherst as Hadwiger blocks the shot attempt down low from Carter Niles. And they'll pick it up again and take a three at the top of the key. And it is way off. But it's saved underneath the hoop by Carter Roos after the air ball. Looked like it might have just slid out of his hands. But then they hit a three with Hayden Jennings. So multiple opportunities down the floor that time. And Freeman will take the three to nothing lead. Hadwiger with it out top. Roos comes out here to guard him. 
Tate stops at the high post, back cut to Elo, and he throws it away. So maybe a little aggression, a little nerves here early on for Amherst. And Freeman will have the lead, 3 nothing. Just a couple second chances so far that have Freeman out front on that three-pointer by Jennings. So across the timeline, they'll come. Taylor Vitrovsky picked up here by Scout Simmons off the screen. Nobody switched. He'll drive in, and we're going to get a blocking foul on a late switch, and two free throws are coming up here. And the foul will be on Carter Riesland. He was the only one that got in any real foul trouble yesterday for Amherst. And at the line to shoot two will be Taylor Vitrovsky. 90 seconds into this state championship. The free throw is up and in. Freeman up four to nothing. Amherst had got out to the lead in the first two games here in the state tournament against Norfolk Catholic. And, of course, 13-0 yesterday against Tri-County. Second free throw is good. And Freeman leads it by a score of five to nothing. Always nice to get out and get some of that nerves when you get the lead. And so advantage Freeman here in the first 90 seconds of the ball game. Amherst with the basketball, top of the key. Riesland looking to the right side, off the screen, hands it off to Hadwiger. Drops the basketball and turns it over. Rough start here for Taze, and then it's taken back by Adelung. Adelung comes in and pokes out of the back door on the right wing, and they'll get it to Elo to set things up. No one to the high post, right left elbow. It's going to be Riesland up top to Elo. Really good defense by Freeman. Now Elo starts to drive and hands it to Adelon. Squares up, can't get the three away. Back over off the screen, Simmons to Elo. Back inside, good pass, but no shot for Riesland. And a long possession out to Hadwiger. And we are not used to seeing Amherst struggle shooting and another steal. And out to the race is Vitrovsky, and he missed the shot, and then the whistle comes after the shot hit the rim. Ooh. I think everybody in the building believed that they were just going to make the uncontested layup, and then when they didn't, they called Nolan Elo for the foul. Elo gave that a pretty good swipe. Yeah, he did. If that ball went in, they weren't calling a foul. I I think you're right. Free throw is up, and it is in for Taylor Vitrovsky. But I think uh, Tej Hadwiger has been a little nervous here early on. He hit the bottom of the rim on a great drive to start it. Now he's had two errant passes. Second free throw up and in. So the leader trying to get his team going, and instead it's going to be Freeman that's going. Simmons in the right-hand corner. Picks his dribble up down on the post to Hadwiger. Back out to Simmons. Scout, couple of dribbles. Runs over defender. We're going to get a blocking foul called here on Freeman. And the foul will be on Hayden Jennings, the first foul of the game. On the Falcons. But a 7-0 lead here for Freeman. Two and a half minutes into the ball game. And Amherst would like to cut this before the first media timeout. About a minute away. Inbound to Hadwiger off the screen. Simmons can't get the shot from the free throw line. Back over to Tage. Ball fake on Ruse. Tries to back him down. Fadeaway jumper. Tough shot. Won't go. Rebound brought down by Vitrovsky. And he'll push it down the middle of the floor. Three minutes gone here in the state championship. Right-hand corner with it is Niles. Starts to drive, starts, stops at the paint, reverses it over to Jennings, left-hand corner. Skip pass back over to Niles. Guarded by Hadwiger, drives by him, switches hands, lays it up and in. 9-0 Freeman. 4.45 to go here in quarter number one. Elo, who's got off to good starts the last two days, 
although it's really been the Hilo, Hilo and Hadwiger show in the first half, both state tournament games. Yeah, Adeline was the hero in the overtime game in the first round and then had a big second half yesterday. Bounce pass underneath to Riesland. Riesland from two feet, and it won't go. Rebound brought down by Vertrovsky. Outlet pass, and Amherst gets back defensively. Off balance, thrown up off the glass. No good by Hudson Vertrovsky. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Outlet pass to Elo. Two on three to Adelung. He's got an open three. It's on the way. It's good. That should shake off some nerves right there for Amherst. Austin Adelung buries the three-pointer and gets him on the board midway through the first quarter of play. Nine to three, Freeman. Four minutes to go first quarter. They isolated here one-on-one again with Vertrovsky. Taylor back up top to Ruse. Ruse starts to drive, runs over a defender. Are we going to get a charge? Oh, we're going to get a block. Blocking foul. If it's on Elo, it's his second. And it is. Wait till they see the replay here. And we will have a media timeout, which probably will prevent them from showing the re- uh, replay. Ruse, and here it is. He comes in and he, well, now they're not going to show it. He leans into him. Uh, kind of went out of his way to make the contact, and usually they don't call a blocking foul on that. Les Adelung coming out and having a word with the official about it. There was a whistle. There was about a half second of what am I going to call, and that's what the call was. So a television timeout with 3.46 to go here in the first quarter of play. Freeman 9 and Amherst 3. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Tees. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. High school sports throughout the year, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan, supporting the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. You can log on to ESPNSuperstation.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner each month, listed on ESPN. Brought to you by B&B Carpet, Tori Skladar of Ravenna, and Nick Keene of Kennesaw are our current winners. Lob in to Ruse, free throw line jumper. As we come back to play, is going to be no good. The defensive rebound grabbed by Scout Simmons, and Amherst brings it into the front court, trailing 9-3, to 3.40 to go here in the first quarter of play. And into the ball again for Amherst is Riley Fisher. Elo with those two fouls has to sit down. Adelung with a basketball. Tries to get it up to Riesland, and a reach-in foul. Going to be called on Carter Niles at the high post. It'll be his first and the team second, but Elo brings so much to this offense. I mean, any of these guys pretty comfortable at handling it, but Elo's the spark plug. Uh, you want it in his hands the majority of the time when you're bringing it up, and we'll see if they put some pressure on if they're able to make buckets. Here's Adelung, floater in the lane from 10 feet. And Austin Adelung 
with the first two buckets here in the basketball game. Nine to five, Freeman. I like first half, Austin Adelon. Yeah. Second half's not bad either. Roos drives, kicks it all the way back out top here, driving to the free throw line. The shot no good by Jennings. The rebound brought down again by Carter Riesland. He'll get it up to Scout Simmons. Simmons over to Hadwiger, three-point land. Ball fake, good one, takes him to the rack left side, draws contact, no foul, scoops it up, no good. Rebound brought down by Vitrosky, his fourth. Sprints into the front court, gives it to Ruse, a deep three, and it's all the way around and out. No good. That was a momentum builder there. If that goes, would have got the Freeman crowd into it. Instead, a chance to make it a one-possession game here for Amherst. Adelung off the ball screen. They reverse it over to Fisher. Fisher back up to Austin. He's guarded by Hudson Vitrovsky. Hudson is the sophomore, the younger of the two. With Taylor, the senior. Hadwiger looks for the back cut to Adelung. High post, Riesland. But again right now, Will, you've got three scores out there for Amherst, not five. Because Riesland, as they get it to him on the post, wraps it into the corner to Fisher. He will shoot the three. He was trying to make a liar out of me. It's no good. And he could have. Rebound, Ruse. Ruse throws it away. Scout Simmons comes out of there with a basketball. That'll be the second turnover for Freeman. Three-pointer on the way. It will not go. And another rebound by Ruse. He'll get it over to Vitrovsky. So a slow start here for the Broncos as they trail by a score of 9-5. to five. 140 to go here in the first quarter, but Freeman hasn't scored now in a while. Three minutes and counting since Freeman had a 9-0 lead. Ruse with it, left wing, brings it into the paint. One-hand jumper is up and in. Carter Ruse with his first bucket. Averages 18 a game, and he gets his first one here. 11-5 Freeman, minute 20 to go in quarter number one of the C2 state championship game. Broncos working into the right-hand corner. Back up top, Fisher. Fisher to the free throw line. Stops, hands it off to Hadwiger, loses Ruse, puts it off the window from six. It will not go. And the rebound brought down by Carter Ruse again. I've got Ruse and Vertrovsky with four each. Ruse for another three. It's too deep this time. Hadwiger will get his second rebound. And up the floor comes Hadwiger, trying to come to a jump stop. Leaning on him is Jennings. And now going for the steal, we get a Freeman foul. I think by the end of this quarter, you got to get Tage Hadwiger a, bus, a, ba- uh, a bucket if you're Amherst. He's sure been trying, no doubt about it. Taylor Vitrovsky with the foul, his first. 48 seconds, the ball near midcourt. They'll just lob it back and let Scout Simmons take care of business here. Coach Rippin says, let's go. I don't want to hold the ball here. Overload on the right side, get it to the top of the key. Tage Hadwiger faces the basket, off the curl screen to Simmons. Scout starts right, uses the screen, back up to Adelung. Have him come inside the three-point arc. Now Scout does off the pick. He'll take a 12-footer. It's no good. Rebound grab by Carter Ruse. 23 seconds to go, and Freeman will walk the ball up the floor for the last shot. Ruse to midcourt with 15. Riley Fisher on him. Down to 10. Freeman fans come to their feet as they hand it off here to Hudson Vitrovsky. Rotate it over to Ruse. Top of the circle right side. Look for the back cut. Got it inside. Layup is good at the buzzer for Carter Niles. So the set play for Amherst didn't work. The set play for Freeman did. And the lead now goes back to eight. After one quarter in the C2 State Championship game, the Freeman Falcons 13 and the Amherst Broncos 5. You're listening to High School Basketball on the Vibe. 
CHS Agri Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Bob here from B&B Carpet in Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B, that's where we always go. And the State High School Basketball Tournament brought to you in part by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. It's Nutrient Ag Solutions. Austin Adelung, the only player to score for Amherst. The five points he had in the first quarter is more than he's had in the game in the semifinals, and he had nine with three threes all in the second half against Norfolk Catholic. Amherst 2 for 10 in that first quarter. Hadwiger 0 for 4. And Nolan Elo didn't get a shot off because he was on the bench with two fouls. And we've got a false start here. Yeah, I flip-flopped that. Yesterday he had the three threes in the second half. He didn't score until overtime the first day against Norfolk Catholic, but had the key three to start overtime. So four points, nine points, and now he's got five in the first quarter. Amherst will get the ball here to start the second quarter of play. On KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Pleasanton, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. Eight-point deficit. And again, Amherst hasn't played from behind a whole lot this year. They played from behind almost the whole second half on Thursday. Trouble, Riesland, five-second count on. Tried to get it to Adelung. The ball's stolen away. Fourth turnover for Amherst. Up the floor, all the way to the rack, stopping as Niles kicks it back out. Trying to get set defensively now after that transition play, Amherst. And Freeman says, let's just play half-court ball. Hayden Jennings with it. Up top to Vertrovsky. On the weak side, right side, they'll find Hudson. Hudson on Adelung, turnaround jumper. Austin got a hand on it, comes up way short. It's grabbed there by Scout Simmons. And up the floor, he'll find Ela, who's back in. Missed a little leaner at the glass. And the rebound by Vitrovsky, another one and done. Pull-up jumper, Roos from 10, no good. Ball slapped out of there by Adelung, off the hands of the Falcons, and it'll be Amherst basketball. Amherst, 2 of 11 so far for 18%. Freeman just 4 of 14 for 29%, but the four free throws that Taylor Vitrovsky made kind of the big difference in the game. Hadwiger driving, finally gets up his first bucket of the ball game. Good confident drive there by Hadwiger to get on the board. Yeah, I'm sure it's just, hey, guys, let's keep playing. We know what we're doing out here. Keep doing what we've done all year long. Three-pointer here is on the way and good by Carter Niles. Just kind of a nonchalant pull-up three, and the lead is back to nine. The Falcons were up nine to nothing. Simmons stops on the right wing, up top to Elo, guarded here by Hayden Jennings. Jennings, a junior, 6'2", a little taller than Nolan is. Simmons out top. Not finding anything inside again, though, on set plays. Simmons for three. Hits off the front of the rim. No good. One of four. Rebound brought down. Vertrovsky. 16-7 Freeman. Six minutes to go here in quarter number two. Spreading the floor well are the Falcons. 
And again, being familiar with how each team played last year, a lot of coaching, a lot of X and Oing here on who's going to do it a little bit better this time around. They played in the summer, kind of split some of their games from what we were told. Ruse again hands it off to Talon Vitrovsky. Scout Simmons on him, starts to dribble to the right, still outside the three-point arc. Back up top, he'll go to Niles, the left-hander. Back over on the right wing to Carter Roos. He dribbles into the paint, has it knocked away. Steal made by Hadwiger. Hadwiger on the run out. And we're going to get a foul called. Foul will be on Freeman's Carter Niles. That'll be his second. And the team's fourth personal foul, or fourth team foul. Head coach Jim McLaughlin didn't like that call, having a chat with our official. Four fouls on the Falcons, three on Amherst. Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. First time Freeman has subbed in this ballgame, too, and it's because of two fouls on Niles. And the inbounds pass. They just flat throw it away. Simmons says he grabbed my arm, but no call. And Amherst just throwing it in, threw it away, and into the ballgame, as you mentioned, Elijah Delhay, a 6'3 senior. So... Most 6'7", six, 6'8", six, guys, but everybody seems to be about 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". And they'll give him the ball at the top of the circle. Give him a lot of room. He'll hand it off to Vitrovsky. Vitrovsky to the high post. Kicks it over the left wing for Hayden Jennings. Jennings picked up by Simmons. Top of the key for Vitrovsky. Back over to Jennings. Wide open three. That one won't go. Rebound yanked down and put back up and in by Taylor Vitrovsky. That's his eighth rebound. Here and nearly going. 18 to 7. Elo out to Adelung. Adelung hands it off here. Back to Elo, right corner, and we're going to get a blocking foul called on Vitrovsky. He was trying to draw that third foul on Elo, which would have been a charge, but it is the second personal foul on Vitrovsky. And once again, it'll be Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Our high school state basketball action is brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full service irrigation headquarters. In Hastings and Sutton. Eighteen seven Freeman leading Amherst. And again, Coach McLaughlin discussing with a different official that call. Inbounds pass comes to Adelung. Outside the three-point arc, back in the corner, Hadwiger. Tage will try the three, but it is short. And the rebound brought down by Delhay. And the shooting woes continue. For the Broncos. 4.30 to go in the first half, and they have only seven points. This is actually worse than yesterday. They at least got the 13 early. Here's a three-pointer by Vitrovsky. Hudson, no good. Rebound knocked out of the hands of Tej Hadwiger by Taylor Vitrovsky. And out of bounds, it'll stay with Freeman. And coming back in with those two fouls will be Carter Niles. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Look at the first half stats, a recap of what has happened already here at the state tournament. Inbounds pass. Comes up to Delhay, top of the circle, to Niles. He'll swing it to Jennings, right side of the key. On the wing to Delhay. Nobody even comes out on him. Trying to make sure it doesn't get inside as Ruse comes out to take the basketball. Skip pass left side, Niles. Got three or four three-point shooters, so you got to respect and get out on them, and that leaves that lane a little vulnerable. Good defense by Amherst, starting to drive. They'll give it to Delhay underneath, kicks it in the right-hand corner for Niles, Travel. and he 
stepped out of bounds or traveled. It's going to be a turnover for Freeman, their fourth of the basketball game. Selling in will be Hudson Vitrovsky, and Delhay will come back out. So both teams, maybe six is about all they can go here, Will. Amherst has, I think, maybe a little bit more depth. Uh, not, haven't used it yet, but had to obviously bring in Fisher early in the, in the ball game with Elo's foul trouble. But Elo has been quiet since he's been back on the floor. Nolan has it in the right-hand corner. Hampered by those two early fouls. Guarded on the switch by Vitrovsky. Up top to Hadwiger. Off the screen, right elbow. Back cut for Elo, but there's nowhere for him to go. Kicks in the corner. Simmons out to Adelung for three. Austin, no good. Rebound by Elo. Elo's got to kick it back out here. Adelung for three again. It was partially blocked by Carter Niles. And will head the other way. Niles missed the layup. Rebound brought down by Carter Riesland. He got it taken away in a bucket by Carter Niles. And a timeout going to be called here by Amherst. And head coach Eric Rippon didn't like the no call down there. It is Freeman 20, Amherst 7. 3.04 to go in the second quarter of play. And as usual, there's not a person here in the building that is satisfied with the three people that have the whistles around their neck. Our timeout brought to you by... ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And the timeout by the Broncos with 3.04 to go here in the second quarter will be the first timeout taken of the ball game. Amherst finds themselves down by 13. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds with you here on the Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com where the Broncos struggling offensively yesterday. Well, they've struggled here at the state tournament, to be quite frank, out of the 25 points or 22-8 to eight start that they had in the quarterfinals. It was a struggle in the second half. It was a struggle yesterday. Elo drives, kicks it off to Simmons. Simmons comes to the hoop, and he got hit on the arm. That ball was way short, so Scout will go to the line and shoot two free throws. Looks like it's on Hudson Vitrovsky, his first. And these will be the first free throws of the game for Amherst. On the way, and it's good. Scout Simmons so far here in the tournament, he had one point in yesterday's game and eight points with five of those in the fourth quarter in the comeback on Thursday. Second free throw on the way and hit the front of the rim. It was flat. And it didn't go. Rebound brought down by Carter Ruse. 20-8, Freeman. 2.40 to go here in the first half. Falcons with the basketball. Pass back out top. Looking to a four corners look here. With two and a half to go. But Amherst already in a man-to-man. As they spread the floor over to Carter Niles. Who has nine points here in the basketball game. 
And not doing anything with it here. They're playing Auburn basketball right now. Yeah, I thought Freeman might be a little bit more deliberate in this ballgame, especially if they did get a lead. Um, that's probably where they differ a little bit with Amherst, just style-wise. Amherst gets up. They both get up and down the floor, but you know, Amherst, we haven't really seen them play passive until the last two days. Well, I have a little different coaching philosophy when it comes to this. Amherst has three fouls. I run through somebody. I go aggressively after a steal, try and shake the momentum up here a little bit. I'm not saying a dirty foul. I'm just saying go after the ball. Maybe you're going to get it. If you don't, it's a foul. Big deal. They've milked a minute off the clock here for absolutely no reason. This is not basketball. Minute 30 to go. Freeman fans coming to their feet. It's basketball to some, Doug. Not to me. (laughs) They haven't got the ball inside the three-point line. They're not even looking to score. And there's the steal by Elo and a foul. Oh, we don't want the foul. It's a breakaway. (laughs) But it is the third on Talon Vitrovsky, and it will be a one-and-one. Or did they call it on Elo? Elo. No, it's on Freeman. It's on Freeman. They've already posted it on Freeman. We're coming this way. Elo reacted as if if it was on him. He's pointing at himself, yeah. Yeah, Elo will shoot the free throws, yeah. I think everybody was confused about that. And the and other dear ref- Freeman fans, if you're going to boo that, then uh, play basketball. Well, now the referees are going to confer. I, th- I thought she called it on Elo, the way that... Well, he had already headed up the floor. And I, she was the only one to blow the whistle. There wasn't multiple whistles being blown. Yeah, it's on Elo. That changes things. His third personal foul. Rippin can't believe it. Riley Fisher in. So the third on Nolan instead of the third on Vitrovsky. And Freeman will throw the basketball in. The thing is she made that call from deep by the Amherst bench. She wasn't a midcourt official. All right, here comes Wachowski. A minute to go in the first half. 20-8. to eight. Freeman has a 12-point lead. Get it out top here to Carter Roos. Pass it into the left-hand corner and throw it all the way back out top. Well, it's rough, but they earned it. They've got the 12-point lead. So they can do what they want. And what they want to do is play catch. 30 seconds to go here in the second quarter, 20-8 to eight Falcons. So the 13 points yesterday, the lowest Amherst had scored. Today, this will break that record. Trapped at midcourt, but can't overplay the ball here. They'll throw over the top of it. 15 seconds. Carter Ruse with it. They don't even care if they get a good shot. Back out to Petrovsky. Right-hand corner to Niles. Niles with five seconds. The ball tipped. Adelong knocked it out of bounds with 2.7. So Freeman would throw it in. Freeman has held the ball for two minutes and 37 seconds. 
Let's see who gets the shot. Ruse to throw it in, lobs it to the hoop. It's caught, it's shot, it's scored. Taylor Matroski off of a perfect inbounds pass. And for the second straight day at halftime, there's some work to do. It is 22-8 in favor of Freeman here at halftime of the C2 Boys State Basketball Championship game. We'll take a break and be back with the Ravenna Sanitation right after, halftime report right after this on The Vibe 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena here in Lincoln where we are at halftime of the C2 State Championship game. It is Freeman 22 and Amherst 8, where Freeman milked the final 240 of the second quarter of play and ended up with a lob-in layup to end the half to go up by 14, their largest lead here of the contest. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County. For business or residential service, Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Well, here's what's happened already today at the state tournament. We started with the uh, morning game in Class D1, where North Platte St. Pat's cut it from 10 down to 2 late in the fourth quarter but could not complete the comeback. And Johnson Brock beat North Platte St. Pat's 46-40. St. Pat's, of course, was the defending state champion. In the consolation game, Dundee County Stratton beat Maywood Hayes Center 67-59. Then in Class C1, in a rematch of last year's championship, Ashland Greenwood totally controlled Auburn 54-24. The 24 points breaking the record. It's the fewest points scored in a championship game, regardless of class, since we went to the Six-class system back in 1984. Ashland Greenwood beating Auburn in the finals for the second straight year, but 
Will Auburn getting to the finals for the fifth straight year. That's incredible by Coach Weeks and knocking off number one uh, on Wednesday when they won the first game of the tournament against Wahoo. Yeah, I think they shocked the, the state when they beat Wahoo. Wahoo was a big favorite uh, throughout, you know, all the prognosticators that picked these things, uh, especially one, Stu Pospisil. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Auburn, an eight seed, you know, getting to the final. And then in the consolation game in C1, Ogallala won a shootout over Concordia by a score of 72-63. Our last championship game was in Class B. Again, it came down to the wire. Omaha Scut beat Platteview 57-50. Connor Milligan, 20 points in the game in his final career contest. The second leading scorer in the history of Nebraska basketball for a career behind the late, great Bill Holiday. And uh, he actually fouled out of the ball game. It was 53-50 to 50 with about 40 seconds to go, and Scott stole the ball at half court, went in for a layup, got a couple of more free throws, and ended up winning the ball game. In C2's consolation game today, Hardington Cedar Catholic beat Tri-County 57-48. to 48. Coming up next in Class A, Bellevue West tries to complete the undefeated state championship season against Millard North at 6-15. And then at 8-15, Parkview Christian tries to repeat in D2 as they take on Why Not. And in a thrilling consolation game, it was SEM over Shelton 62-60 in the D2 consolation contest. And that's what's happened so far today at the boys' state high school basketball tournament. We'll take a look at the first half stats and more when we return here on The Vibe. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer's always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. You're listening to the C2 State Basketball Championships on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. It's all of 22-8 to in favor of Freeman, which is 20 points, and yesterday it was 13-6, to which was 19 points. And, Will, this is just flat, not the basketball that Amherst wants to play. Yeah, they've had some foul trouble with Nolan Elo, um, with one of their leaders out uh, for, for a good handful of that first half, and he picked up his third on kind of a controversial play. Uh, we thought he got a steal at half court there, you know, with about a minute left in the first half, was, you know, called for his third. So instead of going on Taylor Petrovsky, it was on Nolan Elo, and uh, what a, 
obviously been a bigger foul in, in favor of Amherst if it was on Petrovsky, who has eight points for Freeman, and uh, Carter Niles has nine for the Falcons. And, uh, and they've just shot the ball better. I mean, they have 21 shot attempts. Amherst has 16, but uh, Amherst is shooting uh, 20 per, excuse me, 18% uh, for that first half. Those five offensive rebounds have pretty much all led to points, too, for Freeman. So here's what the official stats have here at uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena. Carter Riesland has one rebound in the ball game. Austin Adelung, five points. Nolan Elo, one rebound, and has been shut out after having two good first halves here at the state tournament. Scout Simmons, one point, four rebounds. Tage Hadwiger, two points, two rebounds in the first half. Amherst is 3 of 16 from the field, 1 of 7 from three-point land. They're 1 of 2 from the free-throw line. They have 9 rebounds, 8 on the defensive side, 1 offensive. They only were called for 4 fouls, but 3 of those were on Nolan Elo. They had 4 turnovers and 1 blocked shot as they shot 19% here in the first half. For Freeman... You have Carter Ruse with 2.7 rebounds. Talon Vitrosky, 8 points, 8 rebounds. Hayden Jennings has a 3-point bucket. Carter Niles, 9 points and 1 rebound. And Elijah Delhay has 1 rebound. Freeman is 8 of 21 from the field, 2 of 7 from 3-point land. 4 of 4 at the line. Those all came in the first quarter from Talon Vitrosky. They have 18 rebounds. They have doubled up the number on Amherst and to me that's the biggest stat that we've seen here in the first half and uh, three turnovers one block shot in the ball game shooting 38 percent from the floor but they've led from start to finish they jumped out to a nine nothing lead Amherst cut it to nine five on a couple of buckets from Austin Adelung but it has been nothing since then and here at the half it is Freeman 22 and Amherst 8 Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on The Vibe. I remember vividly when I knew I was going to be a nurse. When I was eight years old, my grandmother died from cancer. And from that point on, I always said, I'm going to be a nurse someday, and I'm going to try and make a difference. My first job was on the oncology unit here at Mary Lanning. And uh, I worked in outpatient surgery, and then I also worked in cardiopulmonary, which is where I am today. I think the thing that I love most about being a nurse, we're in a unique position where we are with people during some of the happiest times of their lives, some of the scariest times, and some of the saddest times. And I just like being able to make a difference. So I can't imagine being anyplace else other than Mary Lanning. I'm Regina Anderson, RN, Manager of Cardiac Diagnostics and Cath Lab at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And welcome back. A lot of things going on this weekend. UNK wrestlers were setting in ninth, last that I checked, uh, at the Division II National Championships. Uh, one wrestler was uh, going in to uh, the championship round. I'll give you a little more on that in a moment here, but uh, also Hastings College had uh, women's national championships going on up in uh, Jamestown, North Dakota. We've got the Big Ten semifinals that are going on on ESPN uh, radio this afternoon as uh, teams are trying to punch their tickets to the NCAA basketball tournament, and Penn State keeps it rolling. They're in 
They were a bubble team, and they're in after beating Indiana by a score of 77 to uh, 73. The final score today for uh, Penn State as uh, they're able to uh, beat Indiana in the uh, second semifinal of the Big Ten uh, Conference Tournament. What a <laughs> what an upset there, my man. <laughs> yeah, Indiana was uh, was very good in that Big Ten Conference, and uh, I, I saw a highlight before we got on air here, and uh, their coach was just shocked. Is that Mike Brown? Is that who's the Indiana's coach? Is he was yeah, just shocked yeah. that that was the result. And Purdue able to beat Ohio State 80-66. to So Purdue and Penn State will play tomorrow afternoon. I believe it's a 2.30 tip on ESPN. It is the last championship game of all the conference tournaments. The Big Ten being special in their own special way. Creighton was knocked out of the Big East tournament last night. Xavier really put it to them. They'll play Marquette coming up here at uh, 5.30. So be interesting to see how... That all plays out uh, as well. Selection Sunday tomorrow. Plenty of coverage right after the Big Ten Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. And, of course, we have got to spring sports begin as early as Thursday, weather permitting, Will. Yeah, I, uh, we got baseball games going on. We've got our first track meets. We've got some soccer. So uh, right around the corner here we'll have uh, more sports to go out and cover, Doug. And speaking of the wrestling, uh, Nick James is going to come up one win short of being an All-American. John Berger and Caden Hart both went 0-2. Austin Eldridge is in the national championship uh, match tonight. Billy Higgins finished sixth place. He uh, medically forfeited out of that fifth place match. And Lee Harrington finishes in seventh place with a 3-2 decision uh, going 3-2 at the national tournament. Anything else to add? Hastings College uh, women, Larissa Kaz, a freshman, she finished eighth at the national tournament. So uh, first All-American for that program. Cool to hear, and it's going to continue to build. And, of course, Amherst, uh, Reagan Galloway Galloway is going to go to Hastings. Halftime, 22-8, Freeman. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds, back with you here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Everybody wants to get here. Everybody wants to play in a state championship. And I know for the... Uh, Red-clad fans of Amherst, it just doesn't feel like one yet. Will, what does Amherst have to do to change this thing? Well, first of all, they've got to make some shots. You know, three of 16 from the floor is not going to cut it, but 
they got to get active in defense. they got to slow down Freeman a little bit, try and turn them over. They've only had three turnovers uh, through the first 16 minutes. So if Amherst can activate its defense a little bit, get out and transition a bit more and get some easy you know, layups, I think that will get them rolling. But uh, really, Austin adelung has been the only offensive, I guess, threat, if you want to call it that. He hit the three-pointer and kind of the floater. And uh, Amherst, quite frankly, just needs to put some points on the board and get active on defense. Well, and yesterday, Tri-County only had three turnovers. So they've been taking care of the ball against Amherst, and it will be Freeman Ball to start the third quarter of play, leading it 22-8. to eight. So they're going to run some offense here, it looks like. They'll get it over to Taylor Vitrovsky, back up top to Hudson. Hands it off here on the right side for Carter Ruse to Hayden Jennings. Back up top to Niles. Vitrovsky again, patient down low, and it's going to be picked off. Stepping in front and making the steal will be Tage Hadwiger. Hadwiger trying to go coast to coast, gets it blocked from behind, got it back, got the guys in the air, puts it up, won't go again. Rebound brought down by Hayden Jennings, and that's exactly what you're talking about. One of the, the first shot might have got a hand on it. The second one, there was contact. Here's Ruse with a scoop shot. It's no good, but then it's out of bounds off of Amherst. And time of possession once again. <laughs> Not a stat in basketball, but yeah, it is definitely going Freeman's way. They'll lob it in here from underneath the hoop. Out to Carter Ruse. Over on the right side, a drive by Hudson Vitrovsky into the corner. Niles will take the three-pointer. It's no good. And once again, Amherst had too many guys fighting for it, about lost the ball out of, out of bounds. Scout Simmons will get his fifth board into the front court. Elo for a pull-up three. It's short, no good. Rebound pulled down by Carter Ruse. It's only Elo's second shot attempt in this ballgame. So two good looks. Broncos couldn't cash on either. 22 to 8, 640 to go here in the third. Up top, Hadwiger. And pretty soon, then now Niles is going to shoot the three. It's in and out again. No good. Riesland will grab the rebound. And pretty soon you start taking chances, and then that really puts you behind the eight ball as driving in Hadwiger. Jump stop left block there. He got the shot up and in. Tage Hadwiger will get the first points of the second half. 22 to 10, Freeman. Try to put some pressure on, but no problem. They'll attack the hoop. Ruse puts up the runner. No good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Tage will give it off to Scout Simmons. Brings it up in front of us on the right side. Lobs it into Tage. Back back in the corner. Three-pointer on the way, but it is no good for Elo. And a foul going to be called. On Riesland. Yep. Over the back. Trying to get the offensive rebound. One of nine from three-point land for Amherst. Second foul on Carter. First foul of the half. You feel like if that three falls there for Nolan Elo, things get rolling for Amherst. Break the press, two on one. Hand it off one more time, Niles. They don't get the shot. Kick it out top, Ruse. Ball fake in the corner. Three-pointer on the way, Jennings. No good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger, so they're getting some help that uh, Freeman has started the third quarter cold. Riesland back to Elo. He'll try another three. Yes! The first bucket of the ball game comes at the 540 mark in the third quarter for Nolan Elo. 22 to 13, still a nine-point deficit. Niles, unguarded, tries to answer. It's no good. He gets his own rebound, though. Nobody boxed him out. They'll kick it out top and look for more as they get it off to Jennings. He'll hand it off to Vitrovsky. And now Vitrovsky will back it back out. Adelung 
Picks the pocket, but it deflected right to Vitrovsky. They got a mismatch over here with Adelung on Ruse. Vitrovsky slowly bringing the ball into the paint. Kicks it out for another three by Jennings, and it's good. From the college line, Hayden Jennings with his second three-pointer. And it's 25-13. Simmons bumped, brings it to the baseline, throws it back out top. Elo open three. No good. Rebound brought down by Tage Hadwiger. He's already got four in the quarter. Then tries to kick it into the corner to Elo, and Elo wasn't there. Turnover Amherst. That hurts. That's uh, only Amherst's third offensive rebound, second this half, and you spoil the opportunity to cut this lead. We've seen this from some other teams that we've covered here the last two weeks. The opportunity has been there for Amherst in the first three and a half minutes of the third quarter, and they've only cut the lead by two, and now it's tied uh, 14 again because they get the inbounds pass, bring it up to Carter Niles, and Niles has an uncontested layup, 27-13. Hadwiger, like a bowling ball, comes down the middle of the lane. It's going to be Scout Simmons to get it to Elo, and who's going to have the foul here? We're going to have free throws, Scout Simmons. But first, we're going to have a television timeout before Simmons goes to the line to shoot two free throws. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 419 to go third quarter, Freeman 27, and Amherst. 13. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. The State High School Basketball Tournament on the Vibe 98.9 is brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef, Italian Heritage Bread, Nebraska Raised Perfection. It's lean, it's tender, it's delicious, and you can have it shipped right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Order at cpbeef.com, Certified Piedmontese Beef. Doug Duda, Will Reynolds with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair Broadcast booth as we are at the Pinnacle Bank Arena, home of the Huskers in Lincoln bringing you this state tournament while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. And Scout Simmons will be at the free throw line as we come back to action to shoot two free throws. And winning to hand that basketball off. It's up and it's in. The foul, by the way, was on Hayden Jennings, his second. Simmons, two of three at the line for his only points of the basketball game. Second free throw on the way. Hit the front of the iron, no good. And Carter Ruse will have the rebound here for Freeman. Again, trying to put on some token backcourt pressure. Freeman has really handled this pretty easily. Step through and get it to Petrovsky. Right corner, hand it back to Ruse. Drives in, Hadwiger blocks it and takes it away. Block number two for Tage. He'll bring the ball up the floor. Stop, pop, three-pointer. No. Offensive rebound went through Riesland's hands, and it'll be grabbed here by the Falcons. 
Baseball pass to the other end. Three on two. Layup is good. Carter Niles now with 13 points, and it's 29 to 14. Freeman with their largest lead of the game. Elo stutters it on the right wing. Back up top to Simmons. Over to Adela. And it's just a day. The ball's not going in the hole for Amherst. Waiting for that three to go, that crowd to cheer to get the offensive put back. And it's happening for the Falcons and not for the Broncos. Hadwiger, ball fake three, decides to drive, puts his head down, off the window and in. Taze will have six in the ball game. It's 29-16. Quickly into Petrovsky, who like a chess match, surveys the defense. And they easily break the press again to get a two-on-one. Niles got it underneath. Ball knocked out of the hands there of Hayden Jennings. And that was Elo to knock it out of there. Another turnover for Freeman. Up ahead to Adelung. Adelung to the top of the key. Off the screen. Hadwiger spins in the lane. Tough turnaround jumper, but got it. Six here for Hadwiger in the quarter. 29-18 to 11. 2.40 to go in the third quarter, and a travel going to be called here on Carter Niles. They broke the press. He turned to pass it and hesitated, and back-to-back turnovers for Freeman. So hopefully a little something going here for the Amherst Broncos, a chance to get it into single digits as they were down 15 just a moment ago into Scout Simmons. He'll slowly bring it into the front court right now, though Amherst can't do a whole lot of things too slowly. Here's Hadwiger trying to take over, splits the middle of the lane. The layup wasn't good, though. He got by three defenders, and it did not fall. That was the least contact there had been. And Carter Roos gets the rebound. Back over to Niles. He'll try a three-pointer. It's short. Ball comes down to Nolan Elo. Elo with the rebound. Elo pushes it up the floor. Another chance here for the Broncos to get in single digits to Scout Simmons. He'll run over a defender, and a blocking foul will be called. On Hayden Jennings. That'll be his third and the team's third. Won't be a shot. It'll just be underneath the hoop here for Amherst. Our state tournament action brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. And the inbounds come short corner to Simmons to Hadwiger. Hadwiger to the left elbow. Not going to get a shot here. Needs some help. And finally gets it out to Simmons. They'll reset it. Simmons off the screen. He'll bring it down the paint, get tripped up, but he throws it off the window, hangs on the rim, and it falls. Scout Simmons with his first field goal of the ball game. 29-20, the Amherst fans come to their feet. Baseball pass to the other end, almost over through Hudson Bertrowski, but he got it, and we'll get a timeout by Freeman. So the Falcons call their second timeout of the basketball game with 1.37 remaining here in the third quarter of play. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's Freeman 29 and Amherst 20. Are you ready for $0 cost individual employee health insurance? How about company paid life insurance? What about on-the-job paid training? Become part of the Landmark Difference today. Join Landmark Implement, your local John Deere dealer, at our upcoming career fairs. Chat one-on-one with our team to hear what it's really like to work with us. Career fairs will be held at Landmark locations March 14th in Fairfield, March 16th in Hebron, March 21st in Holdridge, and March 22nd in Marysville, Kansas, and March 23rd in Beatrice, Nebraska. See more details at www.landmark.careers. And we are back here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Doug Duda along with Will Reynolds. 
Freeman with the basketball and a 29-20 lead over the Amherst Broncos with 137 to go here in the third quarter of play. And Will, after getting a lead down to 11, then it went back up to 15, now six in a row here for the Broncos. They've got that momentum. They haven't made necessarily the big shot. You could say Scout Simmons' shot there that hung on the rim was was the big shot, but they just haven't had that three-pointer. A 6-0 run, but it's still a nine-point ball game, which has really been the margin this whole time. It'll be interesting to see what Freeman does here out of this full-length timeout. Did they just drop a play and go, or are they going to go back to what they did in the second quarter and milk clock? They'll throw it out to midcourt to Taylor Vitrovsky. Looks like they're going to go. Carter Ruse on the left elbow. Into the corner they find Niles. Back up top, Ruse. Ruse into the paint, tries to dump it down low to Vitrovsky. It's through his hands and out of bounds. Freeman now with some turnover problems. Amherst defense now forcing turnovers. And the shots haven't exactly fallen for Freeman. You know, there's been a few, but, you know, they're not off to a great start in the second half. And that's all you got to do if you're Amherst. Just get stops. Whether it's a turnover or not, just get sh- get stops and get the rebound. Simmons working on Jennings to the right block. Tough shot off the window and in. Back-to-back buckets for Scout Simmons. Eight in a row for Amherst, it's 29-22, a minute 10 to go. Ball put away by Adelung, off the foot of three players and off Amherst and out of bounds. Bad break. Austin was the wolf that time. He snuck in there and tipped the basketball away, but it bounced off of a foot and shot out of bounds, and Amherst could not grab it before it did. So Freeman will take it out underneath their own hoop. Taylor Vitrovsky to throw it in. They'll get Ruse. He attacks the hoop. His layup won't go. Fight for the rebound, and it's going to be Scout Simmons to come out of there with a basketball. Missed a two-footer. Hadwiger lost it at the other end. Ball kicked around, sliding on the floor. We should get a jump, and the jump ball will go to Amherst. So the Broncos will maintain possession. Hadwiger dribbled it off his thigh, and it shot back out towards midcourt. It's a pretty fortunate break for Amherst there. That could have easily gone the other way. And could have gone the other way for a layup. Yep, exactly. Freeman just didn't pick it up cleanly. But again, Amherst, to keep that momentum, score the basketball here. 29-22, they're down seven. Spread the floor, Simmons. Out towards midcourt, back to Hadwiger. Ball tipped. It might have been tipped off of him, and then there's a collision out of bounds. It will stay with Amherst. Taylor Vitrovsky read the play. Here comes Eli Delhay into the ball game. Yeah, just getting Jennings with three fouls, so keeping him off the floor for these final 41 seconds. Amherst ball at midcourt. Toss it in here to Simmons. Spread the floor. Get Hadwiger moving. Over on the right side to Adelon. One-on-one. He's here with Hudson Vitrovsky. Into the corner, Tage takes it to the rack. Off the window and good. Eight in the quarter for Tage Hadwiger. They're getting him isolated, and even one-on-two, he's been able to score well. He's just powering himself into the lane. He's pushing through defenders, kind of doing a little Euro step, abbreviated. 29-24. Falcons by 5, 15 seconds to go in the third quarter. One-on-one with it is Taylor Vitrovsky. Hands it off to Niles. He'll find Hudson Vitrovsky back over to Niles. Five seconds. He tries baseline, gets the shot up, no good. And that'll be the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Freeman 29 and Amherst 24, but a 10-0 run to end the third quarter for Amherst to get back in a basketball game. We'll be back with the fourth quarter of the C2 State Championship right after this 
on the Brian Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. We go to the fourth quarter, brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions, Mary Lanning Healthcare, and Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and in Sutton. Along with currency, making financing quick, easy, and secure for heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. And Amherst trying to make the comeback for the second time here in the state tournament, but this one was a much deeper hole. They're on a 10-0 run, but still trail, entering the fourth as both sets of fans come to their feet. Freeman, 29, Amherst, 24, eight minutes away from a state title. The first for Amherst or the second for Freeman. And Freeman basketball to start the fourth quarter of play. They'll get it into the hands of Petrovsky. Go with a little high 1-4 look over to Jennings on the left wing. Niles moving the ball a little quicker here. Get it underneath the Niles. Ball knocked away. And still fighting for it. It's out of bounds off Hadwiger. He just couldn't find it. He got caught between his ankles down there and he couldn't grab it. Just got to slow down a little bit. And I think that was a product of Freeman kind of speeding it up, going quickly. Hadwiger <laughs> just lost the ball out of bounds like he did a couple times in that third quarter. That's the fastest Freeman has moved since they walked in the building. Hadwiger went for a steal up top, didn't get it. Now Carter Ruse drives in, doesn't take the shot, kicks it on the wing to Jennings, and they'll get it back up top here to Carter Niles. Niles, top of the key. Holds the ball. Hadwiger on him, gives it off to Petrovsky. Tailing off of a double screen to the free throw line. Then backs it back out. Not getting what they wanted, so they'll reset it. Give them credit. They do have some pretty good patience as Hayden Jennings will get it back over to Carter Roos. Roos on the right side, puts his head down, drives, and puts it up and in. That's just the second bucket of the ball game for Carter Roos, who averages 18. Niles leads the way with 13. Hadwiger has 10. Scout Simmons drives, missed the layup. Rebound brought down by Vitrovsky. And really, there's just no room for that right now. Those layups that aren't going in. Great drives, and they're just the way they started almost every quarter in the game, I guess. Well, the good looks, good moves, not getting them to go. Yeah, Amherst needs to make just about everything it's going to take here in this fourth quarter because we know what Freeman's going to do if they have the ball, which is, you know, play a little bit of Auburn brand basketball. Yeah, this is about a four-minute quarter for Amherst. They have got to get this within a possession or two in the next two and a half minutes. Hadwiger went for the steal. Now they're spreading the floor a lot more. Ruse leaves it off on the right wing. Niles doesn't take the three and a little bump on Adelung. They're going to call Austin for the foul. And in the grand scheme of things, that's okay because it's the first on Austin. It's only the second 
of the half. Only two have been called on Freeman. So both teams can be pretty aggressive, except Nolan Elo has three. And for Freeman, Jennings has three. Let me just say, it's been such a difference for Amherst with Nolan Elo out there, especially guarding uh, Taylor Vitrovsky. Ball down low, Ruse back out to Niles, top of the key, three-pointer on the way, Hudson Vitrovsky, it's no good. Rebound, oh, they're going to fall down with it, and it's going to stay in the hands of Freeman. Simmons and Riesland were fighting for it. Carter got it and then couldn't keep his balance. And so Freeman gets the basketball again. They'll throw it in underneath the hoop here. Taylor Vitrovsky lobs it up top to Ruse. Ruse doubled there by Adelung and Hadwiger. Kick it out to Hudson Vitrovsky. Vitrovsky to the high post. Ruse again working on Simmons. Kicks it out to the right wing. Bounce pass underneath. There's a layup for Vitrovsky, but he missed it. Got his own rebound, and then he's fouled. Oh, these offensive boards are killing Amherst. They're trying so hard that they're kind of running into each other, and the ball deflects back over to Vitrovsky. Yeah, that's what happens when you scramble like Amherst is having to. Yeah, Vitrovsky's just a force. I mean, he that's what his fourth offensive rebound of this ball game. First in the second half. First free throw since the first quarter, and they're all from Talon, is up and in. He's 5 of 5 at the line. He has 9 points. And the second free throw on the way, and it is in. 33-24, Freeman. 5.50 to go here in the state championship. Simmons into the front court, gets it to Elo. Nolan, crossover top of the circle on Ruse. His pass knocked away. And you don't have to go fast if you're Amherst. You've got 5.41 on the clock. You just have to score. That's the big thing. You have to score a basket one way or the other and get a stop. And I like the one-on-one if they're going to put Carter Ruse on Elo. Get out of the way and let Nolan take him to the hoop. Hadwiger going to take it out on the side. Kick it up top to Nolan Elo. Elo bounce pass up top to Simmons. Spread the floor again over to Hadwiger. Starts to drive, gets bumped, now brings his body into the hoop and puts it up and it rolls around and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Carter Ruse. Why are the basketball gods so cruel like the golf gods from time to time? That shot went down in the third quarter for Amherst, just not in the fourth here yet. And Amherst has not scored in the fourth quarter. Ruse hits a jumper. Little 12-footer, Carter Ruse, his second bucket of the quarter, and the lead's back to 11. Fast break, Elo on the run, sits on the rim, won't go. To the ground again, Riesland. Did they give him the ball in the timeout? I think so. Carter Reeson is going to get the offensive rebound, ending up on the ground again, and a timeout here by Amherst. 5.02 to go in the basketball game, but now Freeman is up by 11, 35-24 over Amherst. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Amherst needing to find a way again. They've been playing from behind. The whole basketball game, they were down 9 nothing right out of the gate. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. A 6-0 start to the fourth quarter, but for the wrong team. Freeman is now up 11. And the Broncos have had a lot of shots clean the rim here in the first three minutes of the fourth quarter, and nothing has went through the bottom of the net. In fact, a couple of them have actually touched the net and have come back out. The last thing you want, too, if you're Amherst, is Carter Ruse getting in that scorebook. You held him to two points through the first three quarters, and now he's got four quick ones here in the fourth. Well, and again, it won't be much longer until Freeman plays stall ball, especially if you're up double digits. So Amherst with a basketball off the offensive rebound by Riesland in timeout. Simmons out at the top of the circle. The pass is a lazy one, and it's tipped away. And that's even worse. A turnover Amherst. Out in front, Talon Vitrovsky. Two on four. He'll throw it backwards into the corner. Three-pointer on the way for Jennings. It's good. The run that most likely wins the title for Freeman has just occurred. The third three of the game for Hayden Jennings in the lead back to 14. Spin move off the window. Scout Simmons got it to go. He was looking for a whistle. They didn't blow it. 38-26. But they got it down to five, Will, and then when it balloons back up to 14, it's hard to come back from. Yeah, 12-point deficit with 420 left, and... Uh, Freeman's just going to play as passive as they can here with uh, a little bit of pressure coming from Amherst. Yeah, and they, they have gone to stall ball. They have officially gone to stall ball. 4.20 to go, and now it's down to 4.10. So they're going to try and double Carter Ruse. They're going to need him to miss a few. And again, Amherst only a cup three fouls, so they can be aggressive. Into the corner. Well, Jennings is going to shoot the three, and he got it. Same spot he just hit it from. Back-to-back threes for Hayden Jennings, equaling the largest lead of the game, 41-26. to And that's what's going to happen when Amherst sells out like they have to right now on defense to try and get a steal or a, a double team. Here's a three by Simmons. It's no good. Rebound saved by Adelung. They kick it out for another three, and that one's good by Elo. And a timeout will be called by Eric Rippon. That's the second three for Nolan Elo, and those are all of his points in the basketball game. 3.27 remaining here in the contest. It is Freeman 41, Amherst 29. You're listening to the state championship right here on the Vine. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. We've seen magic in sports before, and that's what Amherst is going to need, and it sure would be memorable. 
Down by 12 with 3.27 to go, even after the made three. Baseball pass over the top here. Vitrovsky and a foul going to be called. Catching up to him, Keegan Killen. Got to be careful. And now they're going to discuss it. Don't get swayed by the crowd on an intentional foul. But he put both hands out trying to catch him. He didn't didn't foul him very hard. And they're going to call an intentional foul, which means you get two free throws and the ball. So they put Keegan Killen in because they knew they'd need to foul and to play a little tough defense. And that was the only way he was going to catch him. But you got to do it with one hand, not two. And Vitrovsky's first free throw is up and in. He is 7 for 7 at the line. He's the only man to shoot free throws today for Freeman. And the second free throw is also good. 12 points now for Talon. 8 of 8 at the line. And so with a 14-point lead, it'll be Freeman Ball underneath their own hoop. Elo's going to check out here. Riley Fisher is also in there. Ruse to throw it in. They got it into the corner. A couple of quick passes and a foul going to be called on Tash Hadwiger. That'll be his first. But again, remember that's only the fifth foul. So we're not into one-and-one situation yet, but there's still a ton of time, 321. And Ruse throws it in. They got it to Petrovsky again. Right on him is Keegan Killen. Posted up down low. They got it to Ruse. Puts it up with the left hand, and it didn't go. It's not just Amherst that isn't getting him to drop. Scout Simmons outlet pass thrown away. It's knocked away, and another steal. Again, trying to get it all at once. And a foul called to the backcourt on Keegan Killen. Now, the look on Eric Griffin's face right now, he, he's coming to that reality that it's not going to happen for Amherst. As bad as they want it. Freeman wants it too. Killing a foul in the backcourt. But it doesn't do you any good to send Vitrovsky to the line here when you're 8 of 8. Third foul on Killen, and that will put him in the 1-1. One one. Talon Vitrovsky for the Falcons. 12 points. He averages 11. He's 8 of 8 at the line. I've got him for 9 rebounds. Am I close? Uh, 10 for uh, the official stats. All right. Free throw short. First missed free throw. Rebound brought down by Tage Hadwiger. He'll hand it off to Riesland into the front court. Back to Tage. Tage starting to drive. They know he wants the ball, and he gets bumped. Are they going to call a foul or a walk? They're going to call a blocking foul. And that's only the third foul of the half on Freeman. It's going to be on Carter Ruse. For Ruse, that'll be his first foul. Showing a little bit of the replay. And on the inbounds, the shot is up no good. Rebound brought down by Ruse. He's also in double digits on the boards. And Freeman into the front court. Class A is next here. Bellevue West, Millard North, and then Parkview Christian. Why not in D2 to wrap things up in this 2023 championship session? Spreading the floor. Elo all over. Hayden Jennings out top going for the steal. Hadwiger commits the foul. That'll be his second. 
It'll be only the second loss of this fine season for Amherst. Freeman only lost once as well. It's a rarity in a state final, 28-1 versus 26-1. You know how good both teams are. And Talon Vitrovsky goes to the line again, 1-1. One one. Well, he missed that one after making eight in a row. Rebound Nolan Elo. Elo pushes the ball up the floor, stutter dribble, going to take it all the way to the rack, off the heel, no good. Riesland got the rebound, and on the way back up, he got the foul, which is all good and well, but free throws, you need the ball to fall through. Foul on Jennings, and he's got four. And Carter Riesland, who always picks up offensive rebounds and scores, it has not been that way for him in the state tournament. It's been all defense. And he'll get his first point of the state championship game right here. 43 to 30, Freeman, 2.15 to go. And Elo's sitting down now with 2.15 left. Second free throw up, it's good. So Riesland got them both. 43-31, to go, full court pressure on. And boy, they're just not going to waste any time. Wish they'd play a little defense, Will, a little Make him get the ball into the front court. But they're going to foul Vitrovsky again. So after hitting 8 of 8, he's missed the front end of both 1-1. One and one. Scout Simmons, his first personal foul. Elo right back in doing the offensive for defensive switch. Again, earlier today, SEM outlasted Shelton 62-60 in the D2 consolation. And he missed it again with an offensive rebound. Came all the way out here for Carter Niles, and we got another foul. Tej Hadwiger with his third, and now we're in the double bonus. So out of the three missed front ends of the one and one, Amherst got two free throws. And I was going to say that one hurts the most because they got the O-board. But we've got a miss here by Eli Delhay. Hadn't scored. He's really the only guy that's done anything off the bench today for Freeman. Second free throw on the way, and it's no good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. I've got him for eight in the ball game. On his way to a possible another double-double. From 30 feet away, Tej, shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Delhay, and another foul. And Coach Rippon saying, hey, that's not what we want. Foul on Riesland is his third, and it's frustrating. I mean, you're just playing from the same deficit basically the whole game. The Broncos scored the final 10 of the third quarter, cut it to five, thought maybe they had something going. But instead, the start to the fourth quarter was all about Freeman. They got the first six, and they're up 44-31 as the free throw this time from Delhay is good. And the second free throw is also good. 45-31. He'll check out. Jennings back in. So both teams basically a six-man rotation. They did bring in Keegan Killen to foul here a little bit in the fourth, but he only had Riley Fisher come in, and that was for limited time. It's been a five-on-five game. Elo over to Simmons, one-on-one. A legal screen on Riesland. What? There wasn't any reason to set a screen. It was one-on-one over on the right wing. I did not see that one at all, folks. I'm going to have to peer up here if they show a replay. Whatever the deal was, that was well away from where the basketball was. Simmons did a head-and-shoulder fake and was going to the hoop. 
Everybody else was on the left side of the lane. They're not going to show the replay. Riesland with four. 45-31, Freeman. Fisher in the game. Ruse throws it up the floor here. Gets it into the hands of Hudson Vitrovsky. Back to Ruse. Trying to play defense in the front court. Now not fouling. A minute 40 to go. And there's a foul. Killen and Simmons. Keegan Killen. Four fouls. And at the line to shoot two is Carter Roos. Our state tournament action is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. And by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. The free throw is up and in by Carter Roos. And how soon do you just call it a day, I guess, is all that's left with a minute 36 to go. Second free throw for Ruse is on the way, and it's good. Six in the quarter, eight in the game for Carter. 47-31, the largest lead of the afternoon for Freeman. Tej Hadwiger poked away, but Simmons is there to go get it. Back to Tej. Tej brings it into the paint, and now we're going to get a hand check foul. Carter Niles, his third. It's the sixth team foul. Fifth. Still is in a one and one. Delhay comes back in. Big thanks to so many sponsors, athletic directors, coaches. This is our last game of this 2022-2023 season. Next, it'll be Carney High Baseball. Depending on the weather, Elo. He gets bumped, throws one up off the window and in, and they will use the timeout over here for Amherst, and it will be a full-length timeout with 1.26 to go in a basketball game. Falcons are starting to celebrate. It's Freeman 47, Amherst 33. This timeout brought to you by ENT. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And we are back, Doug Duda, Will Reynolds. Seeing if there is still a miracle in the cards here for the Amherst Broncos. But uh, have been sitting in that 10 to 12 point deficit for quite a while now. Freeman actually taking a long time to come out of the huddle for some reason. 126 to go in the game. Freeman 47, Amherst 33. Freeman was up 22-8 at halftime. It was 29-24 starting the fourth quarter. But a 6-0 run to start the fourth quarter, and Freeman has stayed double digits, nine points or more, I know, for sure, the rest of the way. Full court pressure. They've thrown deep a couple times. This time they won't, and 
Carter Ruse will be headed to the other line to shoot two. And the fouling machine, Keegan Killen, has fouled out of the game. Probably played a total of 90 seconds. And he'll foul out with 125 to go. See what the official stats say here. (laughs) See what you got for me. At the line, Carter Ruse trying to get closer to his average here in the fourth quarter. One of the three senior starters puts the free throw up, and it bounces in. Three in a row for him at the line. Seven in the quarter. Freeman's going to go a little deeper down the bench here. For the first time, we will see Brandon Jurgens, a senior, come in. Along with Delhay. Still have Brandon uh, Magnus Scarns, a senior, that would be coming in off the bench. Free throw is up, and it's good for Carter Ruse. 49-33, a 16-point deficit for Amherst, a minute 25. Hadwiger over on the right wing, gets it to Elo, splits the double team, puts the shot up in the paint. It's in and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Delhay. He gets it to Ruse, try to trap in the backcourt, and Amherst may call off the dogs. Nope, Riesland says, I'm going to foul out too. Carter, who's been the unsung hero, one of the juniors, of course, Scout Simmons, Nolan Elo, Riley Fisher, Keegan Killen playing their final game here for Amherst. And Scout Simmons will foul out. Or not Scout Simmons, pardon me. It was uh, Carter Riesland with uh, two points and five rebounds. He'll foul out with 109 to go. More free throws. Carter Roos up and in. Five of his last seven. When Amherst was in the state final in 1987, they lost Clearwater 50-40. to And Freeman has just put up their 50th point of this championship. On the way, and it's in and out, no good. Rebound will be brought down by Hadwiger. Up the floor to Simmons. Simmons hands it off to Riley Fisher. One minute to go. Fisher looks for somebody to get the ball to Hadwiger. Tage, one on two, spin move into the paint. He'll get the jumper from 12. It's good. 12 points for Hadwiger, 50 seconds to go. Hamhurst with two timeouts, elects not to use one, and a foul will send Carter Ruse to the line. Scout Simmons with his second personal foul. And here comes the bench. These will be the 18th and 19th free throws of the fourth quarter attempted. And two shots, 47 seconds remaining. And the free throw is up and it is in for Carter Ruse. 51-35 coming into the ballgame for Amherst. It'll be Kobe Jones. It'll be Braylon Russell. Jesse Tesmer. Cooper, Trampy, and Kyler Jones. Second free throw now for Carter Ruse, and it is in and out, no good. Rebound, fought for. Freeman wins the tug of war with Colby Marr. And Mahler will get it over to the right side for a three-pointer. That is no good. Defensive rebound is going to be grabbed here by Kyler Jones. And a foul going to be committed so that they can sub in one more player. Colby Mahler... Pretty sportsmanship-like. Last year, Amherst beat Freeman 53-43 in the first round. This year, Freeman gets revenge. 
to win the state championship. 30 seconds to go. Kyler Jones over on the right wing to Braylon Russell. Russell kicks it back up to Tesmer. Back cut, driving in. They'll kick it into the corner. Can't get the jumper away. Back over to Trampy. On the left wing, it's going to be Jones. Kyler puts it up, no good. Ball bounces into the hands of Owen Buss. Ten seconds to go. Up the floor to hold the ball. Freeman is actually going to take a timeout just to get more players into the game. Magnus Scarns, Kellen Anderson, just a substitution timeout with seven seconds remaining in a basketball game. Freeman got the job done in the first half and a nice start to the fourth quarter to secure the program's second-ever state championship. Driving in, Freeman might want to get one more shot. Putting it up, no good. Offensive rebound, back up and in for the big man, Kellen Anderson. And that will do it. The final score here this afternoon in the 2023 C2 State Championship game. The Freeman Falcons, 53, and the Amherst Broncos, 35. We'll have the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up. Right after this on the ride, 98.9 and NewsChannelNebraska.com. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Experience the Landmark difference with the next level of dealer support. Landmark, your local John Deere dealer, continually works to have parts on hand the first time you walk in the door. Our internal route system means we can get the parts to you, typically same or next day, to keep you up and running. At Landmark, we understand time is money. Get more uptime with our after-hours parts and service support on the phone or in the field. Our sales, Precision Ag, parts and service teams are ready to serve you this planning season. Stop by your local Landmark today to experience the Landmark difference. And it's time for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. A little bit of good news here. They hand out the Sportsmanship Awards and with the consolation games done, They're handing out a pair. It'll be Norfolk Catholic uh, winning it here in C2. But the Shelton Bulldogs are going to get the Sportsmanship Award in D2 after finishing fourth down here this season. So congratulations to Shelton. And again, all in all, Will, uh, from our area, uh, for the games that we covered, uh, it was four teams from the Fort Kearney Conference and Shelton 
and uh, a lot of history. Shelton played Santee. That was historical. Then you had teams making it down here that hadn't been here. SEM winning a game for the first time since 1976 and finishing in third. And for the first time since 1987, Amherst makes the state final. And although it didn't finish like they wanted, uh, you know, Elm Creek double overtime. Uh, I mean, they're heartbroken. Uh, Dundee County ends up getting third today, and they lost to them after having a 10-point lead uh, in the fourth quarter of play. Uh, so some really good basketball from uh, the five teams that we covered on the radio. Yeah, just a, a big year, I think, in, in central Nebraska, what, you know, a little bit west of us, too. Um, you know, some, some good basketball being put on display, and obviously state term, tournament results showing that. Donovan Trumbull had been number one for a long time in this class. Uh, a couple area teams that we didn't have on the radio but had on TV. Central City here for the first time since 1947. Ansley Litchfield getting down here as well, although that didn't go as well as they wanted in the first round. But uh, congratulations to all those folks as the medals are being handed out and presented to the Amherst Broncos. Let's go ahead and take a look at the final stats for Amherst. Carter Riesland, 2.6 rebounds. Austin Adelung, 5 points all in the first quarter, 1 rebound. Nolan Elo, 8 points, 3 rebounds. Scout Simmons, 8 points, 7 rebounds. Tage Hadwiger, the double-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Also had a couple of blocks in the game. Then we will slide down to Kyler Jones. Got a rebound there late in the contest. Overall, Amherst was 14 of 43 from the field, 3 of 16 from three-point land. That was 32%. 4 of 6 was all from the free-throw line. Had 29 rebounds compared to the 36 of Freeman. Had 9 turnovers and 2 